BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Yeah, that's right. The podcast is back. For the long awaited folks that have been sitting here wondering where the hell are the goddamn Philly Pod guys? We ain't go nowhere. The pod took a bit of a hiatus because we had to refine some things, fine tune some things, get it just the way, just the right way, make it perfect, just the way that people like it. And we are back. Of course, we're back when the season's over. But you know what that means? It's time for the best time of the year. Not the not really the best time of the year, but our favorite time of the year over here. As content creators, the draft, the offseason, the speculation. The offseason. I was waiting for you the to rumors, say The rumors, the rumors, the offseason, drafts, scouting, mock drafts, the whole bit. We are back here. Welcome, guys, back to the Philly Pod brought to you by the LibertyLine.com. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, everywhere else. You can find your shows. We are back and we are here to stay going all through the offseason with you guys leading up to next season and spending that season with you guys as well. I'm your host, as always, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok for all you Gen Z folk that like to call me bozos and whatever hell else people say on there anymore. <laughs> At the Philly Pod, be sure to go follow me over there, and I'm joined. I'm never I'm never by myself. Joined, as always, by my illustrious co-host, my accomplished co-host, my faithful right-hand man. You can find him on Twitter. At Stephen Conrad Jr. Instagram at real Stephen Conrad Jr. Still yeah. with the uh, what the real is Not about the fake one. Sure to go follow <laughs> him as well, Stephen. We are back. Better. I don't know if we're better than ever, but we are back. And we are here to stay. How's it feel to be back on the pod? We've been talking about getting back on this shit for for I don't even know how long, and we finally just said fuck it. We got to get in here. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. What's going on, buddy? Great to be back. Uh, like Vic said, this is. I don't even know if I want to say our favorite time because, like, the season, man, we love yeah, the favorite wasn't the stuff, right. Favorite wasn't the right word. I was <clears throat> as content creators, it's more fun, at least for me, doing content in the off season because, like, when you're in the nitty gritty of the season, like, 
obviously you have way more content to make i guess your emotional but it's like the same thing though it's always like re your reactions to the games and stuff like that like maybe it's just the fact that we have three first round picks or whatever but like i'm ready now like i'm i'm all in because there's so many different scenarios you know like we're, we'll dive into it not just at the you know quarterback position but there's plenty of other things that could potentially happen that we need to look into mm -hmm. as that's creators. And that's why I just drawn this title as QB rumors. You see here on the graphic, we got QB rumors. We got quarterbacks that might not be here anymore. We got quarterbacks that might be traded for. We got quarterbacks that Howie and Sirianni are watching closely down at the senior bowl. Speaking of which, we got to make it a point to uh, get down to that senior bowl next year. I remember, I remember trying to get down there this year and we just got caught up in, 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 Corp business stuff and and time got away from us and I forgot when it was. Next thing I know, I see everybody's down there, and I was like, "Damn, I guess that the Senior Bowl is now, isn't it?" So next wasn't year, wasn't aware of these plans this year. I was just yeah. informed that the goal would be to get there next year. So yeah. there's Some, that. I I forgot about it completely. I remember when somebody told me like, "Make sure you get down there," and I just completely forgot about it. So we'll make it a point to get down next year when Carson Strong, not Carson Strong, when he, yeah, when Howie's actually scouting quarterbacks, by the way, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are down there. <laughs> are they even seniors? I don't even know what they are. See, this is what I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that I don't, that we'll have to figure out in the, in the long run. You would assume, right? Scheme of things. I don't know what they are. We'll look it up afterwards. As I'm so used to college basketball where the guys are literally there for like two years tops and then they're, they're in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know how they. I don't even know how football's how, how, how all that goes. I'm not a college guy. I, I'm a college guy when the off season rolls around, but you know, it it, it is what it is. We're always talent, we are a talent evaluator. We evaluators. are always prepared on this show. Don't make it sound like we are not. We as are long as it's prepared. not the wide receiver position. We, that as long as it's not the skill positions. The skill position. There was only one wide receiver I've ever been wrong about in terms of scouting. It's Denzel Mims, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't even know if you can say I'm wrong about him because, well, it's he. Whatever. I don't want to get into it. Don't want to talk about. I do not want to talk about Jalen Rager. Okay. Oh, I was not hoping yeah. to talk about Jalen. Yeah, your man. Your man. Too bad. Too bad. Uh, his dad can't see your content anymore. It was yeah, what a jerk. So I wrote an article about this guy. Basically, in the middle of the season, when like right before this was right before he had those disastrous drops against the Giants, and then obviously the complete meltdown in the playoff game. It was when he had that nice little punt return. I wrote an article defending him saying like he it looks like he's turning the page now it's been several weeks in a row he's making plays and then his dad blocks me do not put me in a box monte regger i'm not like these other guys slandering your slandering your kid every day i would i would be more than happy to have you on as a guest so we did can actually talk about tweet, that uh, jalen regger tweeted i think it was after the uh the cincinnati game he was like that was a really good game and no, no more than 15 seconds afterwards, Phil mentions Phil can't wait to trade you for another receiver. Can't wait to trade you for Russell Wilson. Can't wait for you to get out of here. All this and that. I understand he's bad, but man, these fans are, are, are ruthless. But that's what happens when you catch punts inside the five yard line and muff punts. Yeah, no, nah, he... and and all this all this garbage. But uh, yeah, so Jalen Rager, hopefully <laughs> the Eagles stay away from from Jalen Rager uh, esque players. But yes, for this episode, we will do. Uh, strictly QB talk on this one because that is the hot topic of the week with the Senior Bowl and the Aaron Rodgers situation and Russell Wilson and, and Jimmy Garoppolo leaving and all that fun stuff. Uh, but starting first, of course, is you can't you can't not start with Jalen Hurts trying to figure out what is going to be the situation moving forward. I've been very vocal about where I stand with Jalen Hurts. I think he's earned the right to start next year, and as long as he shows the ability to improve as a passer, that's the key part. Improve as a passer. 
I think then then you can look into it and beyond. I think 2022, he's probably more than solidified in that spot, and then anything beyond that is up to him and his ability uh, to improve. Where do you stand with Jalen Hurts, Steven? Does he deserve another year here? Should the Eagles be doing their due diligence and trying to improve the position this year while they have the assets? Where do you stand as far as the QB position now and for the future? I think you said it very well. He's earned the right to be the starting quarterback in 2022. And that was my mindset up until about 48 hours after that playoff loss. I started brainstorming. Because I, even after that disaster of a playoff game, I was like, you know what? You take a step back after this full season he's played. Obviously, there's been ups and downs. But like people forget, not only did he help that team and lead that team to the playoffs, and it may not be the way you like it. Maybe you want a guy that comes out here and throws the ball 50 times. Me, personally, I just want to win football games. After mm-hmm. winning four the season prior and being a complete dumpster fire, Uh, That team had all the expectations in the world. This Eagles team, the national media, had us winning four games. We come out, double that win total, if not more, and get to the playoffs with a, you know, we're going to say it time and time again, rookie head coach, first-year starting quarterback, really rookie coaching staff because Jonathan Gannon's coming over here too. A lot of unknown. You have when his number one pass target is a rookie too. Like, that's saying a lot. It's not like he just comes into this offense and he's throwing to, I mean, I think of off the top of my head, like a proven guy, you know what I mean? Like that hasn't been the case where you see a lot of these quarterbacks come into the league. There's already, you know, established players at that position in the skills positions. Um, but with that said, while he has earned the right to be the quarterback, I 100% agree. That does not mean, as we know, that High Roseman <laughs> will not evaluate any and all other options, as we know the potential of Aaron Rodgers possibly wanting to move on. Um, I know how people feel about that. Russell Wilson is a hot name. Deshaun Watson, to me, is the most unlikely for many reasons, most of them being stuff that's going on off the football field. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a player. Um, There's the draft. As a person, I don't don't know. So I was wondering when you were going to get to that point because all the points you did make to Jalen Hurts were valid. But then, and I wasn't going to bring it up when I asked you this, I wanted to see if he was going to, if he was going to admit it first, but I see I have to pull it out of you because this man hits me up at like two in the morning one night. Like I'm all in on Russell Wilson and I'm like, what the hell happened over? What the hell happened overnight? I don't know. So (laughs) this man went done texted me and was like, it's Russell Wilson, their bus for me. And I'm like, what the, (laughs) how the the fuck did we get here? So, so elaborate on your stance on, I don't know if you've come down from that because you tend to, you tend to waver, you know, yeah, very well, very much. Yeah, you waver a lot, but daily. So uh, where does it stand now? What was your mindset as far as going all in on, on a Russell Wilson? So I wrote an article about it on the LibertyLine.com. You can probably uh, I edited it. just find it. Just search my name or Russell Wilson. It's 54 it'll, it'll, it'll Russell Wilson, it should come 54 up. Grammarly errors, let the people know. Well, that's obviously not the finished product. As well, <laughs> but um. So I have a theory behind this. Um, I'm not just come out. I just didn't. I didn't just come out here and say like I'm all in on Russell Wilson and that's it. That's like that's what it. That's what things like have to happen. Told me that. <laughs> so, all right. So you look at this team. They made the playoffs, right? Uh-huh. And you look at all the best players on this team. Uh-huh. When you start naming off the best players on this team, all right. So like, let's just take a look. Obviously, Fletcher Cox is on the decline. He's one of the best players on this team. Jason Kelsey. Uh, Lane Johnson, 
You got uh, Javon Hargrave. You got Darius Slay. The list goes on and on. But you just factor in those guys alone. You want Do you want to throw in Devontae Smith? That's fine. That's a younger player. But a large majority of the players that are currently on this team are all upwards of 30 years old. And they just showed you this season with an unproven quarterback, by the way, and a rookie head coach, that it can it can be a playoff team. Now, as far as what happens after that, that comes down to quarterback play, as we all know, because when you look at the final teams in the postseason, they all have proven quarterbacks and do not. I wrote this in the article. Do not. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the exception. That 49ers team is we'll loaded. They're basically options. like us, we'll but like multiply options. Like those players I just named, they have times three that of their on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, and a proven coach who's been in the Super Bowl before. Um, so with that said, you visit the possibility of trading for Russell Wilson, who, yes, I know is 33, and some people will tell you he's done. I'm here to tell you he's far from that. Uh, this was a quote-unquote bad season for him. He still finished with a top-five passer rating on a terrible Seattle Seahawks team. You put him behind this Eagles top five offensive line. You give him the Heisman winning receiver, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. This team is not only going to jump from a seventh seed in the NFC. I think they're the favorites to win the NFC East and potentially come out as the favorite. Now that Tom Brady is retired to come out of the NFC. So you'd be crazy to sit here and not, and not at least consider that, but here's the ticker. I'm like a diehard Jalen Hurts fan. I've I, This past year, I've completely fallen in love with him. So it took a lot for me to even text Vic that. Now, here's my theory, though, and it's probably not realistic at all. And it probably only works on a team with Jalen Hurts just because of his history and everything he's been through. He's been benched before. He's been the backup plenty of times. Matter of fact, he was taken at the end of the second round. The intentions of taking him were to be to fill in the backup quarterback spot because this is going at all. Because apparently to the Eagles and Howie Roseman, the backup quarterback position is almost as important as the starting quarterback spot. Why do you think they went out and traded for Gardner Minshew? Nick Foles. So with that said, you do that trade, bring in Russell Wilson. You only do that, though, if you can keep Jalen Hurts because I want him to back up Russell Wilson. You you guys mentioned that he's injury prone now. He's on the decline. Well, maybe there's a week or two. He's out for several weeks. Guess what? You got Jalen Hurts. You got Jalen Hurts. And when Russell Wilson's time here is done after that trade, I don't know how, how many years would he have left? At prime years? I think he has four. As far as how many years he play on the Eagles, I'm going to say three plus. Russell's playing until his time is over. He's playing until he's 37, you think? Okay, we'll go with that. Let's just go with it. When that time is over, Jalen Hurts will be 27 years old. He would be in his prime, and he would be playing behind Russell Wilson, who has one of the best arms in the NFL, and honestly, a very, very, very similar skill set to Jalen Hurts. That's my theory. So you want to trade for Russell Wilson? We'll get into the assets in a second, because you didn't even mention what it's going to cost. So we'll, we'll, we want to trade for Russell Wilson. Hope that Jalen Hurts is cool with sitting behind him for however many years, and then by the time Russell that's Wilson the problem. Done, but if there's Jaylen anybody Hurts, that can do it, it's him. Ready to take the reins at 28 years old is what you're saying. As if some team isn't going to come knocking down the door for Jalen Hurts at some point. I could well, obviously even, like I could yeah when you take four teams that would trade for Jalen Hurts right now, right now. 
do you about, think they would give up for Jalen Hurts right now? I don't. I don't know. We had this talk the other day about what's Jalen Hurts worth. If Sam Bradford's worth a first round pick, who the hell knows that? What what Jalen? So is? I said that, it's and I got ripped to shreds on Twitter by it's DJ desperate. Eastwood, run it back Philly. He said Jalen is not worth a first round pick. Yes, if, if this happens, remember Eastwood, enough. you're gonna be knocking on your door. <laughs> kicking down the door if a team is desperate enough they'll they'll i think they'll give up a first for Jalen hurts if their starter gets hurt and they're done for the year and they have a still decent roster and they want to compete i think somebody comes knocking on the door for a Jalen hurts i don't know if it's a first how desperate is that team minnesota was pretty damn desperate when teddy bridgewater got hurt and came asking for sam bradford so that's a whole different uh and bradford was damaged goods then too by very the damaged very damaged so that was but hey i mean who's going to turn down a first round pick my point being i don't think jalen hurts sits for four years behind russell wilson it's just perfectly complacent well i don't know if it'd be four years like maybe that's if it's maybe saying. it's only two or years, three you, you don't years know out of russell wilson i don't think jalen hurts is sitting behind anybody if if it, oh this period is my this is my thing if the eagles go and get another quarterback that they're moving on from jalen hurts he's off the roster i think is what happens I don't think Jalen Hurd sticks around if they go and trade for uh, Russ or A-Rod or draft somebody, whatever the situation is. If they do that, then that means they're out on Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts is out of here. Or they bring him You think he would feel disrespected by that? Uh, I mean, he... Uh, Here's know. the thing, man. I don't know. They gave him this whole season mm-hmm. and he earned... The, like I said, he earned the right to come back in 2022. But if they're trading for Russell Wilson, like he kn- he knows Russell Wilson is a far better football player than him. Well, I mean, he, he wouldn't compete. I mean, I'm saying like proven quarterbacks like that, it wouldn't be a competition. If you bring in Russell Wilson, Hurts is out. If the he door. played so great this year, they don't they don't even visit this. If he just went out and played so great, yeah. So so now you're saying he didn't play up to the Eagles' expectations? Is what you? He feel. didn't. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. He didn't play up to the expectations where the Eagles don't even visit or acknowledge trading for Russell Wilson. Well, who is a top five well, quarterback in the NFL. Be a top five quarterback for the Eagles not to look at a Russell Wilson. So yes, that's, that's unfair to begin with. I don't. How is that unfair? You would, so what? It, so okay, all right. So basically, regardless of how Jalen Hurts played this year, they were always going to look at a quarterback. Is how you feel? No, not regardless. Not regardless. He could if he would have went out there in that playoff it, game. If good. he would have played a decent game, I don't think this is a conversation. It's the fact that. So the playoff game is the reason why the Eagles are looking into a quarter. I would like to think, and then all the games against the really good teams. Okay. All right, fair enough. So that's I would, And I'm not – look, if they decide to s- stick with Jalen Hurts, I'm not going to be mad. That's probably my preference just because I like – like I, I've said this a million times, I like what's between his ears. <laughs> and we need to start analyzing this stuff more when we're judging these quarterbacks. Everybody talks about arm talent and all this stuff. That was never a thing with Tom Brady, the GOAT. There we go. We're back on the arm talent thing. Oh, God. Speaking You're of so arm sick talent. sick of it. We're wow. doing this now, and it's the senior bowl. People are talking about, oh, man, look at yeah, the arm talent say, on this so, guy. So from, what I, so from what I've heard from plugged-in sources down there, uh, Malik Willis is far and away the best arm amongst those quarterbacks. Carson Strong, who is Desmond Riddler, and who's the other guy? Kenny Pickett. So between those guys, I say Malik Willis as far and away the best arm. But the way I've heard it from people, I think I saw a tweet about this at some point is that Malik Willis had the five best throws, but then he also had the five worst throws. Mm. So it sounds like Jalen hurts all over again. <laughs> this is what we're, is this what we're doing? But if the arm strength is tangible, obviously we're not there in person to see it for ourselves about that arm strength. If that's a true thing. I have a question for you. Oh no. Did arm strength uh, factor into Patrick Mahomes blowing an 18 point lead in the AFC championship game. His elite arm strength that nobody else has, by the way, when you have an 18 point lead. I don't think arm strength is what's elite about Pat Mahomes. 
I think it's just his playmaking ability. Arm strength is. Oh, come like, on, man. He can throw the Josh Allen throw that thing. When you think of people who have cannons, you think of like Josh Allen. Yeah, but Mahomes is up there. He may be just below Josh Allen, but he's up there. Come on. It's Mahomes. He can launch that thing. Yeah, but arm strength isn't. Arm talent. Just say arm talent. Arm talent. No, because people arm like, no, because when people talk about Hurts, they they specifically talk about arm strength. That's the that's the terms they use on Twitter. Real they football minds noodle arm. recognize that that's that. not the problem with Jalen Hurts. The problem with them is timing. Yes, I agree. He waits too long. He's. I think especially he's when your arm strength isn't that good. I think he's gotten better as the year goes, though. That's like there's was visible plays. Now again, I don't know if this is the ankle. Because obviously he just had surgery. Uh, it was reported earlier this week that he was getting surgery on that ankle, and he was visibly not the same Jalen Hurts that we saw like against the Saints, who was juking everybody out of their shoes. Uh, but then you start to think the progressions he was making as a passer towards the end of the season was that because of his ankle, and he was forced to hang around in the pocket and make those throws, or was it because it's true development or a combination of both? Sometimes you know injuries are always unfortunate. But sometimes injuries force you to get out of bad habits. I don't know if this was one of those situations, but that's going to be something to monitor with Jalen Hurts. As far as Russell Wilson, though, what are you giving up for him? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I didn't want to fit all that into that rant I went on earlier. So obviously, like, man, now that we have the time to just sit here and actually analyze the fact that this team has three first-round picks, first of all, I would be very, very surprised if we stay put at any of those spots and all of those spots. I'd be surprised either. if we keep all three of those picks. I don't or, think there you go, let alone keep all three. I think a shot in hell that Howie keeps all three of those picks. Because he already he's has found the fall in love. You guys, have we've seen this time and time again. Howie Roseman falls in love with one player, Carson Wentz. He did absolutely everything in his power to trade up for him. Regardless of position, it was the right traded, traded back and then traded up for Devontae Smith on draft day mm-hmm. and shocked the world. And Chicago, tried, and Chicago reportedly tried. Was it Chicago? No, it wasn't Chicago. Uh, uh, I forget what team it was now, and, I, and I'm the one that wrote it. Uh, but the, um, some team, it might have been Chicago actually, that tried to uh, trade up. It was Chicago now that I'm thinking about it. Chicago tried to trade up with the Eagles to grab Justin Fields before they traded with the Giants. And they offered the Eagles an additional first-round pick Mm. before they selected Devontae Smith. Chicago came knocking. We'll give you a first-round pick for this pick. Uh, Howie said, no, we want Devontae Smith here, and that's how it's going to be. And he picked Devontae Smith instead. Do you know how – do you know what kind of statement that is for Howie to say, Mm -hmm. I don't want this draft pick as much as he loves draft picks? For him to say, no, I don't want that pick. I want Devontae Smith. That just shows I'm you. in love with Devontae Smith. Well, and I mean, we all did. He point. That shows you the, the belief that they have in that receiver. And it shows you. And then and then it makes you question why he's not being targeted 12 times a game. But that's another. <sighs> yeah, that that's something that needs to get. One of the yeah. many things that, that needs fault? to be prioritized. Where's that, where's that coaching? I don't even want to talk about it. Let's that's just talk about what matters. Episode. That's another episode. Yeah, but, but Russ, yeah, I think we had this talk, obviously, off, like off air or whatever. Uh, but as far as compensation for Russell, what, what are you giving up to acquire him? My preference would be, so it's going to take multiple firsts, I would assume, would yeah, be course. to give up one of the three this year. I could maybe just maybe come around to two or maybe you give up. Maybe you give up a one this year, your second this year, and then a future first, whether that's next year, or the year after. That would be the preference. I my thinking is you don't want to give up too much draft capital, high premium draft capital this offseason because there's so many holes on the defense that not only need to be addressed, but they need to be addressed in the draft because they lack youth, they lack speed, and just like talent and potential. It's an old defense. You know what I mean? Like 
there's players I set up here earlier named. They're all old. Fletcher Cox, uh, Brandon Graham, Hargrave is getting up there. Uh, even Darius Slay is pushing 30 now, I think. Or it might be above He's 30. Over 30. So you, he, he yeah, you got to get younger. So that would be my preference. It would be more future picks, but obviously get, get maybe you, you would have, I would imagine, have to sacrifice one of your first this year. Again, I don't know. Yeah, the package. And I see a lot of people are throwing Hurts in the trade package. Like, are we sure yeah, Seattle? Well, like, I don't know. Maybe they just want a clean slate. Maybe they want a quarterback in this draft. Yeah, yeah. These are the things you got to account much, for. How much draft? Like, where? How, how much do people value Hurts? Is another thing. I'm sure different teams value him uh, on a different scale. But the the compensation I would come around on for Russell Wilson. And before I even say this, I'm a I'm a known like Hurts deserves the next year. Hurts should play next season. They should use their three picks to build around the roster. They should sign a wide receiver two in free agency. They should probably sign a safety because McLeod and Harris are both uh, are both free agents. I think the top actually needs are probably. And I had an argument with you about it the other day. I don't know how this isn't a need, but linebacker is <laughs> certainly a need. Edge rusher, yeah, it is. And cornerback. You told me like you you were like I'm going to write a list about team needs and nowhere on that list was linebacker so i was like why is the linebacker not there and you were like oh i don't think it's one of the first value it is it's literally first on the list how is it not as rushers couple? is first their defensive no, linebacker so is help. top top on that list although i guess you could Very factor top. linebacker into that because outside linebackers need to be able to rush the quarterback yeah i mean edge rush is certainly needed because Derek barnett probably isn't getting brought back they his his fifth year tender was picked up uh brandon graham is coming off an achilles and he's not getting any younger who knows what kind of form he's going to be in josh sweat can only play like 40 percent of the snaps per season because his knees are shot so they're going to need some type of edge rusher but linebacker is definitely uh top of the list uh but as far as russ i've come around to an acceptable package i don't know if i'd be happy with it but an acceptable package i think is any combination of two first round picks whether it's two first of this year a first of this year and a first. Oh, next so you year would get perfect. rid of you would you, any you combination could any getting com- rid of two this year. Any combination of two first round picks, preferably a future first and a first this year, but they have to at least keep a first in this draft. They have to. So any combination of of two firsts, whether it's two this year or one this year and one next year, and then uh and then a, probably a second or a third of some sort. Um, that's probably the package I would come around on if it was up to me. And the Eagles were sold, and they we we need Russell Wilson. We're gonna go go get him. I would offer a first this year, a first next year, and probably a second this year or a third. I'm not sure. I have to look at the value chart, uh, but at least at least two firsts. I think that's going to have to get done. That's if Russell Wilson is even in the question for the Eagles, which we don't know. Moving on to the other quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is this is a guy I don't think about too often because I am in the mindset where I think Rodgers is probably staying in Green Bay when it's all said and done. Um, and obviously, Devontae Adams. Oh, really? Uh, Devontae Adams' future hinges on uh, whatever Aaron Rodgers does. It was reported that Devontae Adams wants a contract paying him upwards of $30 million per year, making him the highest-paid receiver ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. So he's probably waiting on whatever Aaron Rodgers does. I think they all just like, like kind of reconcile, and I think Aaron Rodgers does end up staying there. Um, but as far as like going after him, I've never really considered that a possibility just because it's Aaron Rodgers and I don't think he leaves. Um, but on the scale of like the Eagles' interest in Aaron Rodgers, where do you where where is your head at? There, no way. Yeah, it's that's almost wrong. like it's almost zero. As much as I'd love it, I love Aaron Rodgers, the player. Uh, I think he's an interesting dude off the field. We don't have to really touch on that. I've always <laughs> I've always liked. Yeah, him. that's that's the word. Yeah, I found myself uh, really really defending this dude after they lost to the Niners in that playoff game. I got a lot of heat for it because like people come out and say stupid stuff. I know I'm known for like hot takes and stuff, but like. 
right. When did like he become like this choker or fraud? Like people are coming out and like <laughs> celebrating. I get like I get if you're like he's one off at, like his. He's only won one Super Bowl. That's why. So oh, it's better than zero. Have, uh, it's McCarthy. A lot of it is McCarthy's fault, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's won his fair share of play. He's he's tied with Troy Aikman all time in playoff wins, who everybody talks about as like one of the greatest yeah, QBs people, of all when time. When you talk about greatness, people only talk about rings. That's that's the problem. That is the problem. And then you think about last year and the way that year ended and that whole debacle. So Peyton Manning, who was one of my favorite players of all time growing up, like he he was stuck only winning one Super Bowl, and he religiously came up short in the playoffs a lot, it seemed, for a long period of time until he went to Denver, and they finally win a Super Bowl, which, by the way, like, wasn't that – he was terrible. Like, he wasn't that good. He was older. At, Von Miller won Super Bowl MVP, so, like – like, Well, that, the, year, the year the Broncos won, and Peyton was a, not even a shell. He was a shell of the shell of himself. Yeah. Was how old, it was how old that guy was. But yeah, I don't think I'm not taking away. Like I, I, I'm just addressing like you guys taking away from Aaron Rodgers, I, and I'm here to tell you you're wrong for that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Well, Aaron. Well, I saw a lot of people taking making the jokes and being like, "Oh, I guess he can really boycott the Super Bowl now." Blah blah. Like you know, everybody's kicking him while he's down and all that. And I don't. Yeah. Like, that you know, that's. I'm not. I, I think that's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. But I don't. I don't like get into the politics of it just because like I'm not right. educated enough on the topic to really speak on that and like the vaccination thing is whatever like if you're vaccinated, yeah. cool if not like i'm not going to tell you about yourself like that's your own decision right. but, um but um yeah obviously that whole that's stuff not gonna and, that's not gonna change my opinion on him as a person what and as a more importantly a football player yeah well some people feel differently so we'll have to, we'll have to you know go so they i guess that's where it came from is all of a sudden politics got too blended with sports yeah, so now yeah. if, if any athlete doesn't like a hundred percent agree or doesn't match up with your political viewpoint, then you just like hate the guy and root for them to fail, which is crazy to me. Yeah, well, that's how people feel. A lot of people, regardless of, of football players, but yeah, so that's the stance on Aaron Rodgers. And then you have the uh, the them polarizing, for lack of a better term, Deshaun Watson. Obviously, the twenty two uh, cases. Now he this is where, been, like, obviously, now this is where you're a hundred percent right because he's like a clearly a terrible person. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and I know that you know, the, the innocence or proven guilty thing and all this, but like, I'm just not comfortable in pursuing a guy for one. It's just, it's just, well, there's that there. It's the number on it. Like it's, yeah, it could yeah, have just been like one two, instance. If it was two, you could be like, all right, we'll wait this thing out. But like 22 is a lot of people. Like, how is that even possible? A lot of people. And on top like, of he's that, clearly was, doing something wrong. And on top of that, well, before this whole lawsuit shit happened, uh, uh, I, I was confident that Flores was going to go to Houston. Ultimately, I know McCown and Gannon are in the mix over there, uh, but I was under the impression Flores would go to the team that has a quarterback on the roster that he spent half the season trying to acquire. So I was under the impression he was going there. <laughs> now he's suing the NFL for racism and all this. Good on him. Oh, man. To, uh, what is going on? Five button work. Good on him. Good on him for Good on you, Flores, for uh, for uh, standing up and speaking on an issue that uh, that uh, has been a problem in the league for for a long, long time. Obviously, we don't have to speak on the number of black coaches in the league and this and that. And we've experienced it in Philadelphia. Deuce got passed over however many times, um, you know, in, in this city. And that's you know, people can have their opinions. But yeah, if that's the stuff with Belichick and you got Miami telling him, well, "I'll give you 100k per loss to to tank for that pick." Brett Brown would be a billionaire if that was offered to him. <laughs> so, so that's, that should, that should be noted also. Um, but yeah, Watson is just too hairy of a situation. And even if he does get acquitted, miraculously he gets acquitted for everything. 
and the Eagles bring him in here, those those things don't just go away. It's not like you get right. acquitted and it's just like, all right, like out of sight, out of mind. Like that's still going to follow him and it's going to linger and people are still going to have their opinions and it's still going to be a PR, you know, obstacle um, regardless of, of how this thing rules out. Whenever it does, I don't see this getting resolved anytime soon. But that's right. like, as a player. Deshaun Watson's phenomenal quarterback, top five. Well, he would be so right. So, like, here's the thing: just like if you throw away, like, if that off the field stuff didn't exist, Mm -hmm. he would be an eagle by now. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. How he would how he would have sold the farm. He would have how he poked around last summer. He poked around last summer and even hired an investigator to go down there and be like, "Let me know, like, what's going on down there? Is it going to be resolved soon? Is it a mess? What's going on?" And obviously, a lot of stuff came back. So Howie said, all right, I'm just not going to deal with this right now. Um, but that doesn't mean he certainly won't look in the offseason, something to keep an eye on as far as Deshaun Watson is concerned. And then you get into the nitty-gritty of quarterbacks. You got Derek Carr's name coming around. You got Jimmy uh, Garoppolo. Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. Garoppolo. I can't even say the dude's name. Garoppolo <laughs> coming around. And now I'm hearing Marcus Mariota. Oh, man. I am his... Uh... Nobody wants Marcus Mariota. Nobody. Chip Kelly. Except Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked for Marcus Mariota? Somebody was like, uh, he's an upgrade and he's cheaper. Sign me up. What? Yeah, f- where are you hearing this? Because I haven't it's, heard this. It's Twitter. It's tw- people tell uh, me everything. People DM me, how do you feel about Marcus Mariota? I have I been seeing the uh, shit about Marcus Mariota. I never well, did. Well, the Derek Carr thing I saw early. I felt strongly about Marcus Mariota in 2015. I felt strong. That's to sell the house. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Who else is going? Wait, you were okay with that? Oh, I was a big do the deal person. I wasn't. Get that shit done. No, bro. no. And I was, I was upset when it didn't happen. Sam Bradford was our goddamn quarterback. You had to, you had to root for something. So that was. So you don't give up your two of your best players. Yeah. That Fletcher was in his prime then. Yeah. We don't win the Super Bowl if that happened. So let me just say, if Derek Carr, if like if he becomes available. Because I, he was big, as many players on that roster were big, big supporters of Rich Passaccia before you know he got let go, and they hired Josh McDaniels, who I think can't even lead a team. But maybe he'll <laughs> prove me wrong. He has no business. I mean, he has some business coaching, um, but you know we'll see how that works out. But Rich Passaccia was beloved over there, and they let him go in this and that. If Derek Carr is not happy about that, and a, and a trade materializes, I don't know if I'm interested. But Derek Carr can sling that thing, though. He sure can sling that thing. If people want a passer. A passer, but it did take him eight years to win a playoff game. So, so, so that's another. So that's. I think it took him eight years to even get to the playoffs. Let well, alone it took win Stafford a playoff. how long to win a playoff game? Yeah, well, that was didn't stop the Rams. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's Stafford though. Stafford's been goaded for for a long time. So yeah, no interest in Jimmy G. No interest. I love. Talk to me about Derek Carr if he actually asks for something. And then, uh, and then, uh, please, no Marcus Mariota. Please stop those rumors. Jimmy G is people are like he's a bridge quarterback and he can help us win oh games. Oh my god. Listen, that 49ers defense and Debo Samuel won them games. It wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. It damn sure wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. See how fast they kicked him out the door? The very next day, Trey Lance is our guy. We have we'll a bridge find quarterback. A trade partner. We'll help you find a trade partner and we will get this done. I don't understand that. We have a bridge quarterback. It's Jalen Hurts until he's proven to be the it's franchise. Great, like stopgap. You think Jalen Hurts is a stopgap quarterback? Like he's a band-aid until we find our next guy. That's how you feel. He could be. Just like he could be the franchise quarterback. He's like right in the middle between the stopgap and the franchise quarterback, in my opinion. And next season, we will find out what he is. Yes, that is, that is next season. This season, 2021, Jimmy Garoppolo threw four, 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. 
Jalen Hurts combined for 26 touchdowns this year and nine interceptions. Obviously, the rushing touchdowns don't of, count. Obviously, 10 of them. Way. What do you I mean they don't, they just count? don't count? So I, I guess like, we'll just erase the stat. Oh, I, I thought you were saying that. No, no like the, there's really people who like, like, I'm so sick of it. So, like, what? You, it's held against him that he's a mobile quarterback and he can pick up first Literally down. Literally, most Eagles history. We're not supposed to acknowledge this. What yeah, the- like what? Like what are you saying? Just because so, you're not happy with how he Jimmy passes G. the ball? Jimmy G, twenty touchdowns, twelve picks. If you want to just limit it to passing, Jalen Hurts, sixteen touchdowns, nine picks. You're not getting an upgrade there. You're just, it's just, you're, 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 right. just, you're still going to be middling. And he has a better team around him, better scheme, coaching, and everything. Jimmy Good Garoppolo. Team. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Shanahan's goaded. Yeah, so that's where we are. Uh, to wrap this thing up before we go, we'll touch on the Senior Bowl uh, quarterbacks. And we'll all, oh, and we do have one more topic um, after that. But obviously, we talked earlier Malik Willis, Desmond Riddler, Carson Strong, Kenny Pickett. Howie Roseman has been paying particular attention to Malik Willis down there. And obviously, Roseman and Sirianni have been watching all the quarterbacks closely at the Senior Bowl. How do you feel about this, Steven? Any guy you got your eye on? Any guy you hope that maybe they kind of poke around on in the draft? Well, now that the season is over um, and I'm a nerd and I have, well, I don't want to say more time on my hands, but as far as my Eagles consumption, it's literally just going to be scouting now. So it can't hurt to look in the quarterbacks. I, I just, I'm not intrigued. Like th- this happens every year. And these but people go to the senior bowl, they go to the combine. They're like, oh my God, look at this guy. Like I just... If you sat here and told me all season that this is a weak quarterback draft, I don't want to hear it now that all of a sudden there's guys intriguing, especially to replace Jalen Hurts, who is younger than a lot of those guys, by the way. A lot of those guys. Yeah, well, um, seniors. How old are they, 24? <laughs> and he's been in the pros two years now. He's been in the Eagles. Well, I don't want to say system because it's two different coaching staffs. That's another thing that people seem to ignore. Jalen Hurts set a different coach, coordinator every single year. looking Riley to Saban. To, to to Doug Peterson, to Sirianni. Like, man, this man can't even find no stability. Yet he's supposed to be a goddamn top eight quarterback already right away. And, <laughs> and, the, and you know what I hate? This is the biggest thing. I, I don't even want to say I hate it because people do go, do a good job when they do it. But but the, the whole, like, watching the all 22 and freeze framing it and being like, Quez was open for half a second and Jalen Hurts missed him. Like, it's easy to sit on a screen on an all 22 and, and point out the imperfections in the offense. Like, Jalen Hurts, how, how much time you have in offense? Realistically, like, you got three, four seconds to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's learning and he's developing and he has to make those plays, but you can't sit on a screen and look at plays from a sky cam where you can see everything and be like, oh, look, Rager was, uh, Rager was here. <laughs> he should have hit him. Like, no, well, that probably isn't even true because Rager's never open. But Quez was here. Quez was here, and, you, you know, you could have hit him out of his break. Like, I get it. He has to make the plays. He has to get better as a passer. I understand that. I get that. But pointing out every single imperfect – I can't remember a quarterback that was nitpicked like this. Like, was Carson ever nitpicked like this? He was towards the end. Yeah, well, hell yeah, the last season, because every every play was a fucking roller coaster. That's why. Yeah. yeah, but this – I feel like everything is analytical, like just under the magnifying glass. Like, this guy can't even develop. Tom Brady missed Mike Evans multiple times. Against yeah. Eagles. Pat Mahomes misses – like, it happens. It happens. It just happens a lot more frequently with Jalen Hurts. So so he has to fix that uh, moving forward. But, yeah, these college guys, I'm intrigued. Malik Willis sounds like he could be a, a fun guy if his arm strength thing is true, what people are saying down there. Carson Strong, I hear people are kind of kind of happy on him. Desmond Riddler is new. I'm not too familiar with him. And Kenny Pickett, I think, finds his way to the Steelers some type of way. If there's a guy that the Steelers need to go and get as a prototypical heir to Ben Roethlisberger, I think Kenny Pickett uh, is their guy. And speaking of teams that need a quarterback, 
off off the top of my head, you got Broncos, Buccaneers, Saints, Steelers, Washington, Commanders. The motherfucking Commanders. <laughs> not the Admirals, not the football team. Y'all are the Commanders. And your dumbass State Farm jingle that you're probably getting sued for in the <laughs> next two weeks. And then you have the Panthers, obviously. So now my question to you, Steven, where does Gardner Minshew find his way? Where is he mm. playing next year? There's That's a lot of scenarios that can be because Gardner Minshew can start for a handful of these teams, probably a good number of these teams I just listed. Can he be a Bronco, a Saint, potentially a Panther? Where does Gardner Minshew suit up for next season? If you had to guess. Or maybe he sticks the Saints around. Saints make some uh, No, they have a different, they're going to have a different coaching staff. I don't know. That's that's tough. I don't see Washington doing it. I feel like they they always Heineke. had they, they need to Heineke. just draft somebody. Jimmy G screams Washington, by the way. You think they go that route instead of drafting? I don't think it's Heineke. Like they saw and Pittsburgh needs to do something because obviously uh Mason Rudolph isn't the guy. They got Dewey Is Haskins. Pittsburgh a Minshew spot? They got Dewey Haskins. I don't know. I think I just like I'm sold on Kenny Pickett going there. And if he doesn't end up there, I don't know what they do. So Yeah, no. That's kind of the unless point. well, yeah, he he's he's old too. I think he's like twenty-four. Who? Uh Pickett. Is he? Yeah, well the seniors. All the seniors are twenty-four. So they're wow. drafting him to play day one would be Yeah, like, they're yeah. like Carson. Carson was drafted at twenty eight years old pretty much. So that's how that oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> so that way. Yeah, I mean, she was tough. I don't know where he ends up, but it's he's clear clearly wants to start as he kicked down Sirianni's door and said, What can I do to start? And Sirianni basically said, We're good, get out of my office. So that's that's got You think the Browns move on from Mayfield? No, no, I don't think so. Or is next he, year he, like the he final ruled, year? He ruled at the end of the season that they're moving forward with Mayfield. So um, oh, he looks wow. terrible now for what everything going on with Odell and how successful he's been. Yeah, how about that? And Baker Mayfield can go fuck himself. I, 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 Speaking of Odell, I don't know why. Well, I guess the Rams. Ah, that's interesting though. All I'm saying is, do not take him off your free agent uh, radar for the Eagles. That's all I'm going to say. Odell, you don't yeah. think he goes back to the Rams? I think he I think it's it. more likely than not, but I'm saying the Eagles should visit, like visit that. Well, there's a lot of receivers they should visit, but we'll save that for for another episode. That's tons of content coming up on the podcast, guys. Appreciate everybody who tuned in to listen to the first pod. I think since November, goddamn, that's been a long ass time since we've done this show. But it feels good to get up back here on the hot mics. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Anywhere else you get your shows, subscribe, leave those five-star reviews, leave your review telling us if you like the show. If you don't, please don't tell me in the review. Just like, go tell somebody else that doesn't affect the, <laughs> the, the show feed. And Spotify now has ratings now. Go leave that five-star review on Spotify if you're an Android user, if you're one of those guys over there. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Victor Williams, at the Philly Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Call me a bozo on TikTok. That seems to be like the trend that that that, that, that I'm headed in on TikTok. Steven, Put out a video this morning on uh, on Ben Simmons being in Shaq's DMs whining about his comments. Apparently, Stephen, tell everybody where they can find your videos, our videos, I guess, and since that's a thing now, where they can find all the content coming up. You've been doing well writing uh, in recent – well, I don't know doing well. I've had to correct a lot of stuff, but you've been doing good. Wow. Well, at least you, you've been writing. I'll leave it at that. You've been writing recently, which is good. Yeah, obviously, you can find the uh, visual version of this show on our YouTube channel. That is the Liberty Line, the official uh, podcast network of the show. It'd be your source for all Philly sports news. The blog site, thelibertyline.com. You can come over there, find it there. All Philly sports related content. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely tune into that. 
Yes, sir. Be sure to go LibertyLine.com, www.thelibertyline.com for around-the-clock coverage on all six major Philly sports, Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, Wings, and Union. We got lax. Lax, boys, we are now. Be sure to subscribe, guys. Appreciate y'all. New episode uh, on Monday, so be sure to stay on tap for that. Appreciate y'all. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.